Touchdown! Every time, Jeremy. <laughs> Is that just how we start this show? Touchdown! I can't help myself. I just can't help myself. Um, it's happening again. What is this? Nine? Episode nine. That's Episode nine. over two months now. Yeah. Those guys at the beginning, Jeremy, who said, you won't last past two episodes. And that was us, I mean, admittedly. But I mean, like, <laughs> and look at us now. Look at us with a, a glass of wine in my European hand, Jeremy. I have a, a glass of rum and coke in my... Um, unfortunately, you British say, hand. <laughs> you don't. You want to say that without the means. My regrettably, kind of yeah. We want to associate in my British and like. Oh, I don't want to go down that route. <laughs> how you, How you doing? It's like it's been like a day since we did another <laughs> another stream. Yeah. Um, backwards hat on. Backwards hat on. Yeah. And you may think that's because I'm, you know, trying to look cool. It's actually that I'm trying to hide the monstrosity that is my uh, COVID hair that really, really needs to be sorted out. But I mean, your marriage, does your wife not, you know, cut your hair and do that thing? Is that the thing? You, well, we gonna, did. No, I'm not. No, we did a, uh, we did a, a haircut about six weeks ago. And that was cool. It was a great haircut. I was digging it. Um, but now I think it, it's, it needs professional help. It's, it needs it's, professional gone, help. it's gone too far. It's gone too far. So, yeah. Hat it is. Begging Whenever I go out of the house, I wear a hat. And now until I get a haircut every time I stream, I'm probably going to wear a hat too. So get used to it, motherfuckers. Um, this is Jez in a hat. Jez in a hat. Um, Jez, I'll tell you something about Jeremy, those people who are watching. Jeremy, hey, Jeremy is a man that can wear a hat. Jeremy is a man that can wear a hat. I totally forgot about this. Conversely, Alex is not a man who can wear a hat. I'm right, no, aren't I? You are absolutely right, yeah. You, you may recall that we, we spent a large portion of time. It must have been over the course of like a month. Where every time you came over my house and we were just to watch the NFL, he'd be like, "Right, uh, let's learn how to wear a hat." How to wear a hat? <laughs> you you watched YouTube videos, you Googled it, you read you read how to things. I Googled how to wear a hat. I mean a baseball just hat. A baseball couldn't, hat. yeah, and we just couldn't make a baseball cap work for you. Forwards, backwards, sideways, different styles of baseball cap. None of it was any good whatsoever. Cap or nap, Jeremy, and it's definitely nap. My cap <laughs> is nap. Um, this is, it isn't happening. It isn't happening for you, at least. No, <laughs> it's, it's not happening. Like basically, it's not like I have huge ears. Let me just turn to camera. My 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 ears aren't hugely sticking out. They're not like mega like that. But whatever happens, whenever I try to wear a hat, it just kind of just just puts my ears down like that. And I'm like, I, I, you see people. I don't know how they do it, Jeremy yourself included but like i mean sport you watch someone like a novak Djokovic or your or your uh roger federer's and they just put a hat like or or like a an nfl quarterback whenever an nfl quarterback leaves the field he takes his helmet off helmet off and you put cap on hat on and they just don't and they don't and when i put a hat on i go like oh oh, oh this is stupid this doesn't work does this look good but whenever a quarterback leaves the field they just go clonk Donk. i don't know how people i just don't know how to wear a hat so there you go. Right from the start, can't wear a hat. That's the difference between us, Jeremy. You can wear a hat. I, w I wish I was like you, Jeremy. Many I people do, Alex. Many people do, to be honest. <laughs> I just, I could, I could, like, when I first started going out with Isabeau, like, one of her questions on the dating thing was, like, can you wear a hat? And I lied to her, Jeremy, and I said I could. And she has never once called me on it, except for that day when we went to see the Bucks play. And she looked of at course. me. A tear. She's like, "You lied to me," and I'm like, "Baby, this is just one hat." Out oh, of we're in an NFL shop, Alex. Why don't you buy a hat? Um, uh, oh, but how about stuff? <laughs> Ishne on the at bay. On the at bay. <laughs> so yeah, um, can't wear a hat. 
But it's good to see you in one. Good to be back again on Co-Video Kill the Radio Star, episode nine. And um, if you haven't been here before, we swear an awful lot. And it's not mm. suitable for kids. But luckily, most of our friends most of our friends are adults. Uh, that sounded wrong. But like, because uh, it implies <laughs> that some of our friends are children. Um, but uh, you know what I mean. So we're here again. So much to talk about. Mostly, I'm in Europe. Yeah. That's why I have that's why I have a bowl of uh, of European treats, and you had European wine in your European hand rather than in your British hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I have no British hand now. Both of these are European hands. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's a definite upgrade. It has to be said. <laughs> hey, it's very different here, Jeremy. So different here. I think because we they locked down earlier in Belgium. Now they get to come out to play a lot earlier. It's like, if, have you done your homework? Then you can go out to play in the pubs. That's how it works, Jeremy. If you don't do your homework, you don't get to go out. There are definite mixed metaphors there. Homework don't know. and pubs. It's definitely yeah, a mixed uh, age thing going I mean, on I, right there. Yeah, I didn't really think it through. I didn't think it through. I didn't think it through. <laughs> Nobody will notice. Nobody will notice. So, um, so <laughs> on this episode... Uh, I've just yes. seen you're looking at the comments and that leads us in quite nicely. So in this in this uh, episode, we thought we'd throw it out to you, the listeners, to maybe riff on us a little bit and ask us <laughs> whatever you like. And over the course of the episode, we'll try and answer them, however yeah, outrageous they question. are. Just go Drop for it. Ask us stuff. In. They'll come up on the screen. We may not address them immediately, but uh, if they're interesting and we give a fuck about what you're asking, then we'll talk about it. Well, what I've noticed straight off is good friends Duff Valley and Carl Lonsdale are, are zooming into our chat. But yeah. one of my best friends in the world from uh, from school, Paul Davies, just dropped dropped in like a crazy motherfucker, just dropping into it. So I'm so pleased you're here. Um, and you can ask us anything and we'll respond. Um basically so any questions answered all questions answered um well, we we have got one very quick one right at the beginning that uh, yeah, was asked that? by reese morgan he asks streaky think... or back bacon back baby got back bacon uh that's what i'm saying i don't think there's any room in this world for streaky bacon there's too much fat in that shit what do you think jez uh i think it depends on the context of the baconage and what you are <laughs> planning on doing if you just want a bacon sandwich or you want to wrap it around a piece of chicken or just one of those kind of applications then back bacon is what you want but i think if you're having having a cheeseburger or some kind of american style concoction then you've got to go with the streaky well i went to a butcher's and uh he said um what bacon do you want and uh, i said lean back and he went what bacon do you want it's uh, an excellent, excellent gag there. Did you enjoy it, Jeremy? Like... Um, uh, did my reaction not tell you everything you needed to know about your joke there, Alex? <laughs> hey, look, you know, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to pursue it. Um, but uh, bacon, I don't understand. But we said this last week, I think. We did. We, did, a... we did a don't get me started on bacon. Hey, we did. Red bacon, blue bacon, smoked bacon, unsmoked. Do you know, I was in a European supermarket today with my girlfriend and she was like, do you want, do you want this or that? And she said it in, in Dutch. She said it in Flemish. And <laughs> Jess talks good bacon. Um, and, um, and she said, which do you want? I said, what? Sorry, say them in English. She said smoked. And I went, yes. <laughs> there was no other option. She said, you haven't heard the rest of the options. I'm like, I do not need to hear anything else. Smoked bacon or GTFO. I was just waiting to make sure that you crazy Belgians had the correct bacon and you said it straight yeah. away. So <laughs> we're it. good. Carry on we're as good. you were. Select. Thank you very much. Um, like, so it's a video yeah. game. You're just there bashing X, 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 X. Okay, good. It finally matched my selection. Lovely. <laughs> Um, so here I am. I'm here. You're there. You can ask us anything. Drop that shit in. We'll definitely respond to it because we love you and we need your appreciation. So, um, hey, did we put the don't get me blah, blah, blah in front of the this is happening? 
I didn't did. think about that. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's fine by me. Let's so, just rock it. Yeah. Okay. So you want me to explain what it was and what it's become? Is that yes. what you want? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So guys, I'm so glad you're watching. If you're watching for the very first time, you won't know this segment. We do a segment called Don't Get Me Started. And what that is about is that we drop uh, different subjects on each other. And then we have to enragedly say, don't get me started on whatever. But we've changed it this week, haven't we, Jeremy? We have. We've, just for this week, maybe. Then just for this we'll week, see. we never know. Uh, this week's section is called don't get me Star Trek, and where we talk about various or one Star Trek thing that we just don't want to get Star Trek on. Okay, don't get me Star Trek. That's the yeah. phrase. So yeah, that's how it works. Uh, it may so be slightly different. Person, we're just going <laughs> to kind of throw it out there and and see what we think. And so, it, but yeah, it's a mutual discussion. <laughs> do you want to right? So, Jeremy, do you want to announce to everybody what we're not getting Star Trek? on what subject yes. of Star Trek we're going to be discussing. Yes, we talked about it, and we thought we'd throw ourselves a, an easy ball to hit right off the bat. <laughs> and we're going to talk this week about Spock. Spock! Don't get me Star trek on Spock, <laughs> is what we might have said in the usual terms. But, I mean, I don't know. Do you want to get Star trek on Spock? What, is it, what I, do you think about Spock? Do you like Spock? I, I kind of like Spock. especially I especially like... Uh, new Spock in in Discovery, he's very cool. Yeah, yeah. I like yes, learning a yes, bit more oh about God, yes. his kind of backstory. But I don't like what Go Spock on. kind of has stood for and continued to be, even when Spock isn't in Star Trek anymore. It's like, right, if we're doing a new Star Trek series, we've got to have a a Spock. And so Next Gen came along, and you had Data as the Spock, mm-hmm. and. To a certain extent, then they brought Worf in to be a, a little bit spocky. Wait, in DS9? Yes. Oh, you're talking about, yeah, okay. When they got to DS9, yeah, yeah. Um, Do they have a spot really, kind of yeah. character in Voyager? Because I never watched Voyager because it's terrible. But, They've um... got uh, Lieutenant Tuvok, who is oh, yeah! a Vulcan. Who is a... Oh, see, that's an easy win, isn't it? Yeah. Gotta have a Spock. His name sounds a bit like Spock. Tuvok. Tuvok. Spock, yeah. Rhymes with Spock. Man, mm. that's a gimme, isn't it? Um, yeah, and then Enterprise obviously had T'Pol to be a, a spot. Oh, I never watched that. Yeah, I never watched that. But yeah. I mean, you you haven't yeah, watched right. a good Star Trek, have you? Let's be honest. I, I have. I watched Babylon you, Five. What are you talking about? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've watched the Orville. <laughs> I haven't watched the Orville. Um, you should. That's good. I should. No, I should. Um, uh, oh man, everything's blown up about like st- everyone. Loves, everyone who's on this loves Star Trek. There's I know, no it, one does like- and that's uh, why we've done this, Alex, because we've yeah. we kind of descended into a Star Trek conversation at some point every episode so far, and all of what a sudden, a show, like, I must respond. <laughs> and how I feel, it, so they do, they do. So um, Spock wise doesn't just Spock, right? When I used to watch, I never watched the original series, but I watched the original series films, and Spock just defines Star Trek. Like, beyond Kirk, beyond everybody else, like, Spock equals Star Trek. But then as you move into... But that's the problem with, like, things like Discovery now, is that they, they kind of have this thing where they're, like... they ha- Like, even the latest one, Picard, was like, well, we better put the Borg in. There's always something where they're, like... The people who make these series are scared not to have fan service to dot 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 and dot 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 is often the borg data or spock if you can put one of those things in you're probably okay well in picard it was elnor as well wasn't it elnor was the spocky character yeah he was wasn't he um and that's the thing i i think spock's fine the leonard nimoy spock is like the immortal spock that all Mm -hmm. all fans go crazy for but here's the thing my favorite spock He's what you said earlier, the discovery Spock. I think he's yeah. fucking amazing. I he just think great. he's brilliant. It could have, I'm, so, hey. I'm so, so glad, just to throw back to a previous This Is Happening, so, so glad that that crew, <laughs> that Enterprise crew, are getting a series. The oh, Pike, yeah. yeah. The Pike are. crew are getting their own series. So that's going to be, be amazing. fucking amazing. I can deal with that. Hey, in the middle of all these Spocks was Zachary Quinto. Yeah. He was a Spock. He was a Spock in, the, um, in what must have been the kind of like Chris Pine, J.J. Abrams. In the, uh, like, the Kelvin universe movies. In the Kelvin universe, yeah. Yeah. So, and See, by the, the thing way, is, he, he happened to that. become a Spock, yeah. But, but Zachary Quinto happened to become a Spock moments after 
he was Sila in Heroes, and I couldn't unsee that. I'm like, don't fucking trust him. He's a prick. <laughs> He's gonna fuck you up. He's a villain. Cut shit out of your brain and become more Vulcan. Yeah, that's what he did, wasn't it? He basically yeah. went and took your powers by braining you, whereas Peter Petrelli could just like rogue your powers into him. Basically, he could take mm. his powers. He was like the unpure version. Oh man, Heroes was great. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, Zachary Quinto was the guy, wasn't he? After Heroes, everyone went, can we stick Zachary Quinto in something? In like, something, absolutely. In anything, just stick him in something. I'm advertising, stick him in it. And, um, and fucking Star Trek came along, courtesy of J.J. Abrams, and they went, well, there's only one guy, and that's going to be Zachary Quinto. I'm not a big fan of Zachary Quinto, Spock. That, you know, I'm, it was a bit I just basic. Guess- it didn't didn't really mm-hmm. bring anything new to the character. He was just, I'm going yeah. to pretend I'm Leonard Nimoy, and not be Leonard Nimoy because Leonard Nimoy is the shit. Yeah, like, and he turns up in one of them either at the end of the first one or definitely in Into Darkness. He he's in remember. all three, if I remember oh, right. Yeah, enough of it. I never watched yeah. Beyond. Um, so I mean, I don't. Here's the thing: I don't really give a shit about Spock unless he's the Spock in Discovery. That's my Spock. Spock wow. out. There you go. I think that will be a a <laughs> controversially fitting thing to say in "Don't Get Me Star Trek," being that it was probably supposed st- to be and he ra- supposed oh, to be yeah. a bit ranty. Oh, it's meant to be a bit more ranty, wasn't I? Yeah. I can Adam Reed says confession: I've never watched any Star Trek. Well, well, Adam, you've got uh, six hundred and thirty-seven hours of joy awaiting <laughs> you. Go off and do it right the fuck now. I'm so jealous of you. you said that. Yeah, uh, Adam, Adam Reed. Like seriously, go and watch. Adam go Reed and watch something. And like this world that we live in right now is a total pile of shit. Go and do Star yeah. Trek for a while and enjoy life for a little while. You have to imagine being able to, to watch some... a lot of this stuff for the first time now. Oh, I know, I know. Especially Discovery, especially Deep Space Nine. Um, I would say, like, yeah, oh, you yeah. need <laughs> you need to immerse yourself in another world because this world is shit so do go ahead even if you want to start with something like i'd say i'd say skip on the old series i can't be bothered with that just go next generation deep space nine voyager and then discovery mm. do enterprise as well That's... enterprise is cool i never watched as long it. as you as long as you watch it, it like you have to binge watch enterprise doing it week on week was was painful but if you binge watch it it's all good because then you get all the story at once right because especially season four where it's just one long serialized story it's like okay get on with it thanks you know i've got a friend of mine i think i might have mentioned it before but i've got a friend of mine who only ever wants to read books when they're complete right yeah. so he'll wait for, say it's a, a trilogy he'll wait for the trilogy to be out and read them all the way through and he said to me i haven't read any of a song of ice and fire which is from which game of thrones is made and he's like, because I'm going to wait for him to finish it. And I'm like, mate, you won't, might want to get started on that shit. Because like, it, <laughs> but it's the same. It's like, if you haven't got an end in sight, it's very hard to watch something. But yeah. Hey, Adam. A, thank you very much for tuning in. Hope you tune in again. And B, just get, he, he didn't say he hated it. He just said never watched no, it. Never seen You've it. Got so to, you've got to get involved in It's going in, that. in un, unbiased, unmind blown. Yeah. Go and do it. Yeah. Yeah, and then come back, not... come back next week or whenever we next do, don't get me Star Trek. And you'll be don't there going, oh, I know about Star Trek. Clickety-clackety. I can join in. I can comment all I like. Um, so there you go. Don't get me Star Trek on Spock. Do you know, is Spock hap or is he nap, Jeremy? Can I just throw that oh, out there? That's an, an excellent segue, Alex, to oh, our next it's topic. Oh, kind of professional. Uh, and I'm going to say that Spock is hap. Spock is Hap, really, isn't he? He's not Nap. How can he be Nap? He's amazing. Um, But it's a good segue, as you rightfully identify, because we do a segment that we like to call This Is Happening. Here comes the sting. In a world filled with haps and naps, two men have risen above to bring you This Is Happening. So you couldn't hear it, but yeah, there was a sting. Oh, was that excellent? Thank God for that. So yeah, you talked over it. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I thought I'd hear it. Um, oh well, that was shit. Don't worry about it. I'm glad. That, <laughs> hey, 
Jeremy painstakingly made a sting for this is happening, and then I didn't hear it in my ears, so I presumed it didn't work. But anyway, sorry, maybe you'll hear it again. So this is happening is where we talk about what's what's cool and what's not cool, what's hot and what's not, what's hot and what's not, and what is happening in the world, despite the fact that thanks to COVID, everything's shit, and thanks to racist, everything's shit. But other than that, um, the world is a wonderful place full of excellent stuff, and we like to recognize that. So Jeremy, 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 what is hap? in your world what's going down man what, what are you what are you looking forward to so a lot of my haps tend to be around television because i watch a lot of television and consume yeah, me too. media in general and what is hap on tv this week uh dropped last week i think so it, it's very current very new on netflix is a game show i guess yes called the floor yes. is lava the floor is lava. The floor is fucking lava, Alex. Don't go on the floor. Because the floor is lava. And I've, I've watched three episodes of it. And it's amazing. <laughs> I've watched it all. I couldn't oh, there you it. go. I've come you out here with to me, Belgium. We, um, we had to watch something. And we needed something uplifting. So we watched it, yeah. We couldn't stop it. Had to keep watching it. So what do you think of it, man? I think it's great. I think a lot of the contestants are utter bellends. And I'm just shouting at the TV going, what are you doing? You haven't even looked at the fucking room before you started. It's like, oh, I guess there's a fucking thing in front of me. I'll jump on that to start, shall I? Fuck For the me. people that don't know this show, we should probably explain it. Floor is Lava is a Netflix show that's just come out like this last week. You can watch it on Netflix. Go ahead and do it. Not right now because we're doing this thing. And um, the Please concept is just Please don't go anywhere. Um, it's more of an American concept than a British one because we never really had those games at school, I don't think. But the concept is you aren't allowed to touch the ground because the floor is lava. There's a very popular American kind of concept of basically don't touch the ground games, which we had as well. And so in this TV series, they have various different sets, various different rooms where the room is entirely like a big swimming pool of lava and loads of chairs and tables and desks and swingy things and shit and nets and stuff is everywhere trying to get you from start to finish. And there's three people in each team and they have to kind of get across. Every time you get someone across, they get a point and they're competing against other teams. And the best thing about it, as Jeremy knows, is that these guys go in with Atavado and they're like, hey, we're guys from Boston. I mean, the ladies love us, and everything about us is fucking awesome. And we're going to make it to the fucking other side. Cut to them all falling in the lava. How amazing is that? And they've obviously been, like, trained beforehand to totally ham up and exaggerate when they fall in the lava, especially the people that, that survive on the outside. Someone just kind of, their leg touches the lava, and then all of a sudden they just flop in. And the guys on the outside are like, no! Dave! Oh my god! <laughs> I um yeah, whenever they go in the lava, because obviously it's not like super deep, you're not really drowning in lava. So that yeah, like you say, they, they have go to go like, right under. Like they do. They never just told kind of... like when you when you go in the lava, just go down. Just go. Well well and the two people or whoever are on the outside just react and then don't move. Because we're gonna pause yeah, and then yoink this person and then we'll out cut. and then carry on recording. <laughs> Like, what I want, right, Jeremy? Like at the end of Terminator Two, is someone to kind of come down and then like form like a thumbs up as they're going down like that. That's what I want like so much. But it is such a wonderful show, and if you're looking for something joyful to watch at the moment, please, please, please. Because the other thing about Flores Lava, Jeremy, is that it's timed. So if you get like say two of your three across, then the other people, if they only get two of their three across, it's based on time, which means you would imagine that everyone, knowing that time is the tiebreaker will hurry the fuck up do they hurry the fuck up no they never hurry the fuck up they never ever ever do it they basically spend their time just kind of like two of them wait at the start and watch their mate kind of go around and like see how well they do and just what like you can also be moving you can go too you don't have to watch it's not a one at a time game you can all go but um they don't please watch so, this show so three episodes in I'm just waiting for a team to actually come up with a strategy before they get started. Because the the two kind of patterns that we've seen so far are, yeah, one person goes and the other two just stand there and watch them like total dirts. Or yeah. they'll go in two opposite directions, get about halfway, and then go, 
oh, neither of these are working. And then they get, and then they kind of convene in the middle and just stand in the middle and go, uh, uh, oh, look, there's a fucking rope over there. Let's go. One of you go over there and pull it. And then two of them get killed because they couldn't reach the rope because they've trapped themselves in a stupid place. And then, yeah. No, so I, I, I think I enjoy the the misery of these people hitting the lava and and drowning than I than I do anything no, else. We're watching it, me and Isa, and like we've watched a few episodes, and then one, she just became totally bloodthirsty. She was like, "Get in the lava! Get in the lava!" And I'm like, "Oh, all right." And <laughs> what I was looking forward to is someone failing like right at the start, like someone who goes onto the first moon, or like something <laughs> like that, and goes. <laughs> Yeah, like some people make it look very. What is funny is not always the truth, but some of the guys who are really muscly and they should be like hard as nails and like great upper body strength exhibit strange trepidation for it. And some guys who are just like, I don't know, nerdy dweebs like me who don't have any upper body strength just fucking go for it and win. So I'm like, you know, win one for the nerds. Love it. Do watch it. It's brilliant. Um, I've got a what Q from TNG. I've got, I can see our, I can see our chat comments duff valley says q from tng hap or nap mate don't get started on this you know how much i fucking love john delancey you're doing this on purpose i fucking love q q's the happiest of all the haps and i love him now i love john delancey shut nap. your mouth <laughs> q is if i get Adam, a chance, if you're still out there skip the q episodes they're not worth it <laughs> don't tell him that <laughs> he misses the first episode of, of TNG. <laughs> like, no, right, let's sorry, start on this Star Trek thing. Oh, Q's in this episode. Jeremy said, don't watch it. All right, let's go to episode Spitting three. my crisps out. <laughs> Spitting my crackers out. Yeah, Q is in Encounter at Farpoint. You can't avoid him. Um, okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, hap things. Hap, 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 hap. Let me say, <clears throat> tell you what else is, what is hap for me, and you can go back to your hap. Um, hey, being in Belgium means the restaurants are open. So I've gone to a restaurant, like on Friday, guys, I think you're gonna be you, like I'm speaking like I'm no longer English, right? You guys get to have it on the 4th of July. I went to a restaurant the other day. Yeah, I lived the real world, my real life on Friday. People were out there with me, sitting next to me. Everything was fine and I'm still uncoveted. So, tick. You um, well, for now, or you mean from before, who knows? But definitely not now. Um, who knows? I think I'm fine. I feel okay. I don't have the symptoms. Anyway, went to this place. <laughs> I should say, right, in an effort to make this better and spread the social media world better, um, I got back on Twitter. But what you need to know is that I was on Twitter, got signed off out of Twitter, and could never find my way back until last, I think, Thursday, I think it was, where finally, despite everything against me, I managed to get back on Twitter. Not any help from Twitter itself. I finally worked out what my password was. I just thought that I've exhausted every other avenue, right? I've tried to talk to them. I've tried to find a way around it. I've tried to get back to my old, my old email, which is locking me out, which I don't have access to anymore. In the end, there was only one thing left, Jeremy, and that was to sit and guess every password I've ever used in the last 10 years. And on guess 18, I finally guessed it. I'm back I'm on Twitter. You have that many guesses. That's pretty I'm crazy. surprised. By, hey, uh, by the way, I'm surprised because what it says is that after a certain amount of inactivity, they just cancel it. So I'm surprised yeah. it's still active. But given the last time I used it was 2014. And the last time I used it was when we were, we were coaching the... Um, the Mavericks. Mavericks. That's yeah. how far it back it was. So, like, I can't believe, but I got into it. And then we were myself and my girlfriend were going to go to this all-you-can-eat ribs restaurant in Ghent. And, like, on Friday, I was, like, really happy about that. And my girlfriend's like, so, basically, can I get down to this? The things you really like are all-you-can-eat ribs and your Twitter account. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, that's what I wanted. She's like, there's nothing you could do. She could have given me anything, but what she gave me was all you can eat ribs, or you can drink wine and Twitter. I don't yes. know what's happening. But um, hey, this seems like an appropriate opportunity for you to put out a picture of Amadeus, because I went to this all you can ribs all you can eat ribs place called There it uh, is for you. Amadeus. And um is it on there? Because I can't see it, but I'm sure that it it's is. up there. Is it the guys that oh my god, 
this guy, man. So like, if you ever get to go to Ghent, there's two in Ghent, there's one in Antwerp, I think there's one in Brussels. If you're in Europe, it's all you can eat ribs. Just They'll just keep bringing them out. They come up to you and then just go, do you want some more ribs? And you go, yes, I would like. And they do a potato with a kind of paprika garlic kind of sauce that's just like that secret sauce. I don't know how they make it. And you just say, another potato? Yes, please. More wine? Yes, please. All it is, is all you can eat ribs, all you can drink wine, kind of, and all you can potato, potato. Because you have to, like, you know, it's not like one price and then you get all the wine you want. And, oh, my God, it's amazing. But the image that we're showing you, I think this isn't exactly the truth of it, but basically some kid who worked there, they said, look, we because it's Amadeus, like Mozart, we need a kind of a picture of a guy who's got like a, the white, the powder white face, the powder wig, standing there kind of like, they took this photo of him holding the ribs. And there's another one because they make um, an Irish coffee there. And there's another one with him like kind of with an Irish coffee in hand. He's like, and they took this photo and they didn't pay the guy anymore because he was like an intern. They're like, yeah, we just want to use it in a little bit of our publicity and they have used it forever they've nev never stopped using it on every wine bottle on every place on every franchise this guy's face oh my god so by the way jeremy if we ever go out doing halloween i want to be the guy from i want to be, <laughs> wanna be wanna the guy be from Amadeus. <laughs> so yeah things that happen for me i can see it too amadeus yeah. The, the most interesting thing account. for you is basically that you've returned to normal living uh, yes! while the rest of us over on this side of the the great sea yes. are stuck in the dark ages. Yeah. I'm going to eat some cheese because that's very European. Queue for six hours if we would like a uh, chicken something or whatever from McDonald's. Yeah. I could go off you, you know. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> so, um, what you've got another thing that's good. Something you managed to do that is like the greatest thing you've done in a while. Yeah. What else has happened for you? Well, I dropped this. I name dropped this last week. And I was going to try and improve on the fact that we had watched TV in the garden. Social distance yes, TV in the garden, uh, and the way that I was going to improve on that was to get a little projector and just stick it on on the side wall that I have, the kind of small wall in between my my garden and my neighbor's garden. Um, but then when we started looking into projectors, turns out they're really not that expensive anymore. Really, and so wow. for the the grand sum of ninety pounds. I managed to get a fully fledged HD uh, projector with a speaker in it, and wow! And instead of doing it on my tiny side wall, because I thought that's all it would be able to handle, not spending much money, it's on my back wall. Love it! I love and it on I, the back wall. I sat at ten o'clock at night because it needed to be dark, and I had to wait for it to get dark. Because <laughs> we're in the middle of summer now. Exactly. So I went out there at ten o'clock on uh, the day that it arrived and watched an episode of Law and Order on my wall. I was going to say, what did you? What was the first thing? Wall and Order. Um, that's the first thing you watched. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of binge watching Law and Order at the moment. So that Law and Order is definitely hap, but I don't really have much more to say about it than it's hap. Do you know what? I spend my time in an effort to learn the language here by watching American or English shows with Dutch subtitles in an attempt to kind of learn the language a bit. And today, the only thing that was on was something called Shades of Blue, which is a Ray Liotta and J-Lo cop drama. I'm familiar. Uh, is, oh, you know it. Yeah, that's so a bullshit. It's, like, it's terrible. <laughs> but it was on, on like one of, the, one of the Dutch channels here, one of the Flemish channels here. And it's all kind of like all in Dutch subtitles. And there's Ray Liotta going, I'm a corrupt cop. I'm going to get shit done. And like J-Lo's like, I'm also sort of corrupt, but I'm not quite as corrupt as I was. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, this Check guy. Check out my ass. <laughs> I was like spent my entire time going, is that J-Lo? Fuck, is that J-Lo? I know that's Ray Liotta. Is that J-Lo? I was like saying, hey, baby, come here. Is that J-Lo? And she's like, who's J-Lo? And I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> She didn't say that. She didn't say that. Um, yeah, Matt's just dropped into the comments. I remember Jez buying his first projector. And yeah, uh, it isn't my first really? projector. Yeah. Uh, in my uh, late teenage years, uh, as I 
started a job and was just kind of in, in much in the way you were at the beginning of this lockdown just kind of raking in in income and not really having anything to do with it <laughs> uh, i was like fuck it i'm gonna buy a projector so i got rid of my television in my bedroom and i got a projector nice. instead just took up the whole wall watching wrestling and various things on it hey hey now um, I didn't mean to like go into like All Star by Smash Mouth. Hey, now we could watch SummerSlam in your garden. Yes. Can you that imagine? Would really fuck the neighbors off. But yes, we could. Oh yeah, because it's like at one o'clock in the morning. Maybe we could reschedule it for a better time. I'll ask them. Um, <laughs> if hey, it never happens. <laughs> no Half chance. Half the WWE have got COVID right now, so that's not happening. Oh really? Mm. Oh, whoops. Don't worry. Maybe it was the shit, guys. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been watching it for a while, even though I own it. I mean, I don't own WWE. I mean, I own the network. I mean, I don't. That doesn't make any sense. So, hey, I can't wait to get get involved in your projector screen thing. By the way, I'm pretty sure I saw that Matt Ward said, "Is this the international COVID video?" It is. Doesn't get much more international than this. Two guys, two countries. Uh, that's it. COVID killed uh, the international. Radio star. radio star yeah whoever whoever the international radio star is he's dead yeah now. hey do you know what like so like um there's a guy uh, like when i started going out with a belgian girl i started talking about things that were like synonymously and like completely belgian and one of the things is a guy called plastic plastic bertrand now plastic bertrand is a belgian singer re- uh, released i think in the early 90s um a song called Saplan pour moi. So if you listen, if you want, go to Plastic Bertrand, Saplan pour moi. It's a very popular Belgian song. And I said to her, like, by the way, oh, when we started going out, it's like, so do you like Plastic Bertrand? She's like, sharp. It's not like our only song. And then I was like, forget about it. And then today I was watching an advert. We were watching an advert today and it came on. I'm like, I just don't even know what to say to you. It's like, it came on. It's like, Saplan pour moi. And I'm like, I didn't do this. I was just like, I said, what is this? Who is this guy? And she's like, it's Plastic Bertrand. I'm like, really? And then Poirot came on. Um, unbelievable. It's just like, there's not very... Anyway, so... Uh, yeah. Would like some stereotype with that? <laughs> yeah. And then Tintin was in that episode where they went in the rocket. So much, so much stuff in Belgium. So much stuff in Belgium. Um, so, but not everything is wine and roses, or wine and cheese in my case. Is anything nap happening to you? The other yeah. side of the coin. Yeah, the other side of the coin, the other side of the sea that you're no longer at. Uh, while, nice. while it's, you know, rainbows and kittens in Belgium, over here, uh, people are acting like the pandemic is over, but it's fucking not. And, yeah. like, I go to the supermarket and social distancing is not a thing and is not happening anymore. I basically got licked in Morrison's today when I walked to... Uh, <laughs> to go and buy some stuff like my kid's nursery is trying to force me to send her back next week and i'm like but well she's adorable no. i get well, that you know. yeah well tough she's mine you can't have her <laughs> that you're talking but, to uh, me right now right i'm talking to everyone <laughs> um but yeah it's fucked up nobody nobody cares anymore nobody believes that there is still a pandemic going on they don't Everything's they don't i fucked. mean Wait, I'm being offered a pizza. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. I'm being offered a pizza during the recording. Um, yeah, by the way, I know that I'm in Europe now, and I'm basically European, and I don't even know what's happening. So my, I'm so out of touch. I'm so glad, Jeremy, you've told me what's going on, because I had no idea what was going on in the world. I was watching on BBC, BBC News, and perhaps you could clarify this for me, but it looked like stock footage from years ago of people rushing down to the beach and all getting together with hundreds and thousands. And I don't mean the stuff you put on ice cream, hundreds and thousands of people rushing down to the beach just to all be together. But that can't, mm-hmm. And it said it was last week, but it can't be last week. It must mean video footage of what it would look like when we're out of COVID, right? It wasn't. No, recent. no. Pretty much every day this week, it has been scenes of that because people are still furloughed. So like everyone is off work. Yes. I say everyone. Most people are still off work because their furloughing yes. doesn't end until July. And so they're like, oh, I'm not off work. Let's all go to the beach. It's like, no, you, you've missed the point. 
of why you're fucking furloughed. You're furloughed to, to stay, stay the home. fuck at home and not get the coronavirus and spread it. Stay to at people. home. It's like, just if if you're gonna be a prick about it, just go back to work. Oh my like, god! When people are going, oh, it's it's too early to reopen like this and this. I'm like, no, open everything because at least then people will go to work and their employer who don't want to be sued will make them social distance and wear masks and all that kind of stuff. That's the safest true. place for everyone right now is to just go back to normal from a working point of view because yeah, everybody because... is off work and going to the fucking beach. Getting back to work. I mean, if this half and half approach isn't going to work, we're like, I don't have to go to work, but That's I can exactly, go yeah. to the shops. It doesn't work. Also, by the way, I mean, I could be wrong about this, but don't we all remember the Nando scale of like really hot to mild uh that's the one boris said once we get to like two or one that means that we've got no more deaths no more increased cases and and, and we can take a shit without our sphincters hurting on the on the way out and everything's going to be a yes indeed it's mild and 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 uh, lemony or whatever but they said we're, we're currently at four hoping to get to three and when we get to two and one then and only then Will we start bringing people back? But what seems to have happened instead is they just didn't get to that point because I don't believe for a second we have. But they still gave you the rewards. It's a bit like when your nephew says that he wants to do something. You go, well, if you're good, then we'll allow you to open the shops and go to the beach. And then you're still a little shit. And so as a result, they went, well, we'll just give you the rewards anyway. Because that's what it feels like to me, Jeremy, mm -hmm. is that like nothing has changed. The R rating is basically about where it was. The the decrease hasn't happened in the way that we wanted it to. But fuck it, let's go to the beach. Oh man, you people make me sick. At least in Belgium, we're allowed to go to the pub. Uh, so yeah, I did. well, and just to throw back to a comment from right at the beginning, Carl uh, Lonsdale said, "Yeah, but Belgium doesn't have a bumble cunt for a prime minister." <laughs> yes, no, I know you said that. Nailed it in one, Carl. Belgium actually doesn't have a government at the moment because since last year they failed to like that. Basically, had a hung parliament as it were and they've yet to resolve that so whilst we have a bumble cunt for a prime minister and you are correct these guys just can't explain or understand which guy they need to have so it's even worse so they don't even have a government i don't know what's and plus there's a terribly racist party in belgium that is getting quite a lot of traction so i don't know what's worse no government or racist government or bumble cunt government the world is collapsing around our ears carl um and all we can do is watch floris lava and drink wine and that's what the all world needs now, now. is floors <laughs> of lava. <laughs> Just a little wine in my mouth. Mm. Oh, boy. Um, oh, someone's. Yeah, James Stevens says, uh, hi, Jess. Uh, Alex is here as well. You can say hello to him. Uh, hope hello, you're well. Uh, I've had kids 10 years old knock on my door. For my kids for my the kids. whole week. Yeah, so he's got children. He's had had children knocking on the door for his kids. When he goes and confronts the parents and probably asks, uh, why the fuck are these little bastards coming and knocking on my door during a fucking pandemic? Uh, they said, uh, what did they do wrong? Uh, well, that's mixing three different households. And yeah. And this is apparently an NHS working parent who oh, that's doesn't even understand the whole fucking... Hell. James, I'm oh, glad you shared cool. that story because it's. I love it. Yeah. And hello, is... James. Hello. Yeah. <sighs> I love that you confront the parents. Confronting is a hard thing to do, but like you say, hey, what are you doing? They're like, oh, I thought I. By, by the way, I was talking to my friend about this. It better People be confronted different... with uh, two meter distance. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, Knock one on the door and, and go and stand at their gate and go, oi! Keep your fucking well, kids away. You... I told you the day when I was in Asda and the guy just kept walking towards me and I just kept kind of going, I'm on wheels now, by the way. So I'm just like, didn't have that opportunity. Like and this guy's like, keeps getting closer. And I'm like, I'm moving away from you because that's a thing the whole world is doing right now. So um, it is massively weird. Uh, but yeah, you'd think that people in these NHS workers would be the first people to know that. Although in general terms, I'm sure they've got it. Um, it is a weird situation. Mm. So but I mean, that's, nap, that's what's nap with me. Uh, what's nap with you? Nothing's nap. I'll tell you that I'm very happy. I mean, I came across. By the way, guys, I mean, it's hard to you know. I took my lead from Dominic Cummings, our leader, 
that basically I could do what the fuck I want. So when Belgium and France, more importantly, because you know I went from I went I went on the tunnel from Folkestone. So I went through Folkestone to get on the Euro tunnel the moment the borders dropped. The moment the borders dropped. Now France dropped their borders, the rest of Europe dropped their borders effectively. I only needed to come to Belgium. But of course our government was like, don't travel if it's not essential. And I'm like, well, who are you to say what isn't isn't essential? given that the highest advisor in the land told everyone in no uncertain terms to go fuck yourselves. So as a result of that, I can do what I want. So I took my, I even had a mask, Jeremy. I wore a mask because I wanted to show them I was really serious. So I put on a mask, I have this mask on and I went up with my passport and the first guy was the English. It's not English because we have no embarkation control, but it's an English guy there. And he's like, could you just pull your mask down? I'm like, yes, okay, no problems. And I give them my passport and on I go to the French control I got my mask up and I give him my passport and I go to pull my mask down and the guy's like, no, no, it's no problem. And he can evidently see from my eyes. Like, you have very <laughs> obvious eyes. They don't, in, in future passports, there won't be entire faces. It'll just be eyes. They're like, your eyes are very striking, sir. I'm like, well, thank you very much. Very France blue. is a funny yes, one, though, because France don't allow face coverings of any kind ordinarily. They're like... But they're like, yeah... Sure. What Jeremy knows is that, um, because he printed it out for me, is that when the borders opened, they asked you to sign a thing that said, I do not have at this time any COVID symptoms. And then they listed them. And they're like, unusual coughs, unusual colds, unusual sniffs, unusual diarrhea. (laughs) I leave that with you to know what diarrhea, if you imagine diarrhea in your head, Unusual diarrhea. What the fuck is that? From my head, I'm just going to throw that out there. (laughs) Out of your ears. So I had to sign and say, (laughs) "No, I don't have any." That would be unusual diarrhea. That would be unusual diarrhea. But I was like, had this piece of paper ready to give to them because I knew they'd turn me away without it. But not only did they not give a shit about my piece of paper in my hand, I have a piece of paper. Um, But they also didn't give a shit about my face. So I went there to Eurotunnel. I was like, hi. And they were like, on you go. And I'm like, and on to Europe I go. And that was the story of how I got to Europe. Um, nobody gave a fuck. They were happy to see me leave, which was confusing. Um, <laughs> so as a result, I'm very happy. Uh, there's sickening got no nap- happy. Oh, sickening happy. I was walking around Belgium. People are sitting in the street. They've got no gardens, Jeremy. So they just sit on the pavement. There's loads of people. Here's the stuff like people are allowed to go out, so they just sit on the pavement playing cards or drinking and stuff like that. Like people are everywhere. No one's in a house in Belgium, and everyone's in bars. Like every bar that's open has people in it and outside it. It's mental. So every restaurant is crazy. It's crazy. It went a bit Christopher Walken there. Um, so I'm not nap. I'm hap. Fair enough. And that's about much and I can that say note, about. That. We're getting far too positive, uh, and so yes! we should we should move swiftly on to our COVIDiots of the week. Oh, I'm yeah. let you go first, because you've kind of mentioned them already. I did. Just get I rid of Amadeus guy and bring in your Amadeus, Amadeus. Hey, that guy's great. Can I put my own Amadeus? Guys, if you do end up going to Ghent, and I advise it because it's wonderful, or Brussels or any of these Belgians, say, do go to Amadeus because it is fucking wonderful. I'm not getting paid. I wish I was. And they can pay me in ribs. I would love that. Um, yeah, I might not be in England currently, but what the fuck is going on at Bournemouth and other beaches? What what part with in COVID of the week we have to isolate people who are massive idiots? But how can you just? I don't even know how you can countenance the idea that like thousands of people hit the beaches Fucking all sitting guys, next to each other. These guys, I can't. I'm never going to get that right. The pointing thing. It's these <laughs> guys over here. Um, what way even is people, that? Yeah. That's to your left and my right. Mm. Um, this, but yeah, I can't see the pictures, so it doesn't matter to me. But what, at what point, a family must sit at home, Jeremy, and go like, do you know what, we should go to the beach. And then the mum probably says, I think, darling, lots of people will be going to the beach. And it's like, well, it's our right. It's our right to be able to go to the beach. This is exercise. We should go. And that, that conversation replays itself over 250,000 households. And oh, go, fuck me. Oh, I just, I've just watched the, the video. And really? sat, di- sat directly above people's heads in a huddle is a, a billboard that says, too crowded? Like, well, I can't remember the exact words, but it's like, too crowded? Think about it. Go home. Save lives. I'm like, fucking, they're sitting underneath this fucking sign. 
Ah, oh, it makes me so angry. Oh, shit. Like, this is why I say the world is collapsing around our ears, and not just to quote a wonderful REM quote, but it's, it's so... I just don't get it. Everything about this shit is so fucked up. Is anyone, aside from me or you, Jez, who are the paragons of virtue and brilliance, <laughs> is anyone... Doesn't anyone give a fuck about the rules anymore? Is anybody just not want to be a nice person anymore? Fuck those guys. Go to the beach, dirt all door, all that shit. Why are you going to the beach? Don't go to the beach. We're not allowed to go and mix with people. Go, stop, stay at home. But your garden's not enough. Were your pavement's thing. not enough. And I think the problem is as well is that we're, especially on this show, we're preaching to the choir. Like our audience are, are the the kind of people who are there with us ranting about these dickheads. I would assume. That's Correct true. me if I'm wrong. If you've been to the beach this week, please out yourself in the comments right the fuck now. Yeah, we'll take the piss, but we'll still love you. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you have you have you been to the beach in the last well since lockdown began? Have you have you have you been to the beach? Matt Ward, have you been to the beach? Carl, have you been to the beach? Who's been to the beach? I want to know about these beach-going people. What the fuck is wrong with you? The sun's too bright. I hate the sun, Jeremy. Don't get me started on the fucking sun. I just can't. Just like the fact is you have to have so much suntan lotion just to withstand the sun. Sunglasses that never block it out. It's still hot, sweaty, horrible shit. Don't get me fucking started on the sun. Why would you embrace it? Why would you go and do it? I don't understand why you do it any times. And now, with all that... People still go to the beach to be near other people. Other people are dickheads at any given time of year. Why are you doing this? Man. Oh, don't get me started in the fucking sun. I don't mean the sun newspaper. We can also get in the fucking sea. Not on a beach, though, by the way. Hope I made myself clear. Slightly. <laughs> Shall I move on to my COVID yet? I'm drinking wine like the uh, South African master chef. Master chef guy. <laughs> And twatting your mic. <laughs> it's so good. Hold on. <laughs> Nicholas Brinkley says, Don't get me started on the beach. I wouldn't go without COVID. <laughs> Nick, man, I'm so glad you're here. And you agree with me. What's the point of the beach? I just don't get it. It's like, Oh, it's it's crappy and sandy, and it gets in everywhere. It's too bright, too Don't harsh. Don't get me too wrong. I do, I do really like the beach, but I tend to avoid the beach under normal circumstances because it looks the fuck like that most of the time, and yeah. it's crowded as shit. If I could go to the beach and lay there, catch some sun, read a book, listen to some music jump in the sea a little bit to cool down and then come back and yeah. all that's good then i would be totally fine with it but it's very rarely like that it it's is like that. ramoed all the fucking time especially what down want, here in the southeast um what i want is my own private little beach that would be nice um but what i want is a beach like in any 1980s coming of age um teen film where like they all go down the beach and they've got and then like take their clothes off. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> and um, they they have like a bonfire. You know, the kind of like Karate Kid style Lost Boys. They go mm. down to the beach. That it's just like the beach is like empty for miles, and they just have a massive bonfire. And someone's got a boombox, Jeremy. You know that back in the eighties, a boombox, yeah. and someone's put something on it, and they're all drink. They're they're all kind of drinking beer, light beer, because they're all you know terrible, and they're all kind of like these guys, and they're they're, they're jocks. Jeremy, and then like um, they they're dancing to "Walk This Way" by uh, Aerosmith featuring Run DMC, and they're all having a wonderful time. And there's only like eighteen. That's what I. That's the beach experience I want without the bit where where Keeper Sutherland kills them. But like before that, you know, that's the bit spoiler that I alert. want. <laughs> um, spoiler alert! Uh, he kills Probably should have seen the Lost Boys if you haven't already. <laughs> you gotta see the Lost Boys. What a film! That, hey, watch the Lost Boys. Get my idea of summer. That's what you want. That's what I want. And um, then watch Star Trek. Yeah, we're giving you everything here. If, hey, if Kiefer, you... Kiefer Sutherland should be in Star Trek. I think that needs to happen. Oh, my God. Who do you think Kiefer Sutherland would play? Would he be a captain? I don't know well, if I he would. I think he'd be an admiral. I think he'd be, he'd be one of those dickhead admirals that does the wrong thing and then Picard has to like tell them like, that they're shit at their job. Like... <laughs> no, no, he'd never accept that part. I think he needs... God damn it, Chloe. Um, he needs to be like... Uh, an engineer. I think he's, 
I, I was going to say security. How can oh, yeah, you have yeah. a guy from 24 and not be like Worf? He needs to be the guy like, honestly, I pay good money to see Keeper Sutherland the head of security on like Discovery or some shit. Who is the head Tell of security? Tell me where the triple is! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. hell. Oh my God. That's what it should be like. 24 meets Discovery, Keeper Sutherland. And then he turns into a vampire. <laughs> like different kind of sections. Every two. Please make that into a sting. Um, Keeper Sullivan, what a guy. What a guy. Um, yeah. Should I, I mean, like COVID-idiot now? Please do. Please do. What's your COVID-idiot of the week? That's the section we're doing, by the way, guys, if you're not with us. That's where we are. Um, this is where a Star we Trek podcast. It isn't. Maybe it should be. Uh, so my COVID of the week of the week uh, follows on from previous COVID idiots of the week. Uh, in yes. all of the multitude of dickheads and morons who uh, are mostly Donald Trump supporters, who either don't believe in the coronavirus whatsoever, that is real, uh, or they believe that in praying to the uh, Cheeto in chief that they will be immune to it. So this particular guy, and I'm going to play a clip, which means, Alex, you need to shut the fuck up, even though you won't be able to hear it. I promise I'll shut the fuck up, and you can wave at me when I can start talking again. Uh, Well, I'll play the clip, and then uh, we can chat about why he's such a fucking idiot. I personally don't. I know COVID is real. Uh, We had a friend who died from COVID, and and his uh, son was uh, on a ventilator. He almost died. So we know it's real, but then at the same time, uh, you know, you don't know what's the facts, you know, because you feel like maybe one side plays it one way and the other side plays it another. So me personally, I don't really know, but I do know this, that even the ones that are very concerned about COVID, when we spent time with them last five days, they were they were interacting without their masks, normal. Fuck me. Is that the whole thing done, yeah? Yeah, you could talk now. What the fuck is going on in that video? Because I saw it before in the production meeting, and does that guy effectively say, I didn't know if it was true, and then someone I know contracted COVID, uh, they contracted COVID, <laughs> uh, they contracted COVID, but I'm still on the fence. Is that what he says? Basically, yeah. So if you replace like the coronavirus with a knife, what he's basically saying is, uh, I didn't believe in knives, but then there was a guy stood right next to me and a knife went straight through his fucking skull. But I'm still not really sure if knives are a thing or not. <laughs> That's such a great analogy. It's so true, isn't it? Um, do you know what? I find our world at the moment is full of analogies. I find that people don't understand how to not be racist and how to protect yourself against viruses. In that vein, I'm just going to interrupt you quickly. Uh, Duff Valley comments uh, that apparently Trump has just tweeted a video of his supporters shouting white power. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. What world are we living in? This is a scary time to be alive. Like, I know that that, like blackface is not acceptable in any way, shape or form. But these dickheads kind of want make you want to paint yourself not white so that you're not associated with them in any way like, know, can you make um, can you make blackface acceptable so that we can escape these other fucking dickhead it, white I people just, is that is that acceptable does that work is that possible yeah do you know or, or give us another color maybe any other color any other color really i i am um, i got really confused at large amount of racists in the country grouping up to um riot against peaceful protests by protecting yeah. statues they never gave a fuck about before yeah and it was covered over since. and oh, already all protected museums, all the museums have opened up but you don't see them rushing to learn history now do you so go fuck um but not only that is they're like they're doing nazi salutes to protect churchill statues someone who was anti-nazi i don't understand what the fuck you're talking about? Do you understand racists? I don't think you do. But um, hey, that's the world we live in. That's why people, I don't think we have any racists coming to, to check out our channel. I don't. I mean, and, I don't and think allow so. me to say, I don't, I don't need that viewer. You're not welcome. If you you're are fine. a racist, 
Please get the fuck out and block me. Feel right free to leave. Now. Until we have Patreon and then we need money, then you can come back. Um, I'm only kidding. And then we'll take so, your money. And, and then we'll take your money. Then you can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that racist dollar. Okay, I'll take it. Um, Republicans uh, buy sneakers, yeah. Alex. Hey, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Uh, I think Isabeau was quoting something earlier when this person, one of these Trump supporters said, um, there is no democracy. We're not. De- we're not. De- we're not democratic. We're Republicans. Like someone says, yeah, but we we live in a democracy, and they're like, we don't live in a democracy. We live in a republic. It's like, oh, oh, I don't think you understand what we mean when we say we live in a democracy. <laughs> so it's like, um, hey, Kevin Miller says we- you can't cure stupid. Kevin, you're right. Kevin, another one of my mates, um, so pleased you've come along here because he's the kind of guy that will tell it like the fuck it is as well. So you can't cure stupid. What can you do? What can you do? We just have to live in our wonderful bubble and just ignore them. You well, you can because you're not here. I know. Thank God for that. I'll just Peace keep my head arriving. down and, and avoid the dickheads and wait until we're broadcasting every Sunday and all the good all the good people in the world will come and join us, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. There's lots of different people we haven't seen before commenting. You are more than welcome to comment on this feed and we will say your shit so much and agree with you in the case of Kevin. So glad you're here. So glad you're here. Um, come along, see us every week talking bullshit. And but on truth. that note, as we uh, think about closing and uh, move into our plugs, if there are any last oh, yeah. questions that you want us to, to answer, throw them in the comments quickly before we sign off. Because um, we did say we do answer any question. What did we say? We will answer anything. Answered. We will answer. Yeah, we anything. will. I will so, answer your questions. Uh, I feel like you've been pretty tame, gents. So bring it on. Speak Ask now. Us, give us one really good question to finish on. Uh, but Alex, we'll- if uh, people want to find yeah. you on social media now that you've finally sorted that the fuck out, how yes. can they do that? Hey, look, I'm so glad I sorted out my Twitter because I'm the original at Alex Borton. Like there are no numbers under after that at Alex Borton. You can follow me at Alex Borton. And if you can work out Alex Borton, as is my do I have a name? I don't it's, can't see it from him. Maybe right but, underneath you, yeah. yeah. It's spelled like that. At Alex Borton. And also I have a Facebook page which you can like. Because there's only a couple of people there at the moment. But you could be one of those guys, Alex Borton on Facebook. You could be in on there. the ground level. Yeah. Me, you, Matt, and Jeremy, and someone else. Um, how can they find you? You must be on the, at the Jazz Show, I suppose. I am. I'm at the Jazz Show on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at the Jazz Show underscore IG on Instagram because some prick already stole at the Jazz Show. So go and hate that Not guy and and bully him out of his handle so that I can take <laughs> it. Yeah, do that. <laughs> uh, and uh, also on YouTube. Uh, but it's a string of numbers so you're just gonna have to search for the jazz show <laughs> and uh, on mixer and twitch that's also at the jazz show it's just instagram fucking me We're everywhere yeah and we broadcast this show every sunday at the moment and there yep. are many other different broadcasts happening uh across the jazz show we've got uh Two Minute Warning, the American football-based podcast. That's happening tomorrow night Yes, me, me and Matt Ward. Uh, later in the week, it's the main roster talking about WWE and wrestling in general whenever they're not dying of COVID. Uh, and uh, would you like to talk about cocktails and bullshit briefly? Oh, yeah. I mean, the wonderful – we did it last night. Every two weeks, myself and uh, Captain Brilliant um, do – a show called Cocktails and Bullshit, where we make cocktails, we teach you how to make cocktails, and we drink the cocktails, and we encourage lots of bullshit talk because we talk about nonsense. It's a bit like this show, but with more alcohol. He says, the glass of wine in hand. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, as I, two as weeks, I finish I my, my glass of rum. <laughs> we do Cocktails and Bullshit. If you want to know more about Cocktails and Bullshit, um, just sign up to uh, Alex Borton on Facebook, and you'll hear more about that, or the preposterous adventures of Captain Brilliant. Because if you can find the preposterous adventures of Captain Brilliant, you'll know even more about that. Um, but I think that that's the end of it, really, isn't it? Um, oh, wait. We, we do have one very <laughs> deep philosophical question for us to finish on. Why do conspiracy theorists back every conspiracy? Asks Kevin Miller. I think that's a good Listen. question to, to end on. You've got, if you're a conspiracy theorist, you've got to double down. 
They, if you are, if you're all the way in, you've got to be all the way in. You can hardly lend credibility to your original theories if you're throwing away other things. I think that's how it works, basically, Jeremy. See, here's the the thing about conspiracy theorists is it tends to come alongside an unwillingness to hear any other side of the story. So when you have got something in your head that that's the way it is, be it a conspiracy theory or the truth, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You completely double down on it because to admit that you're wrong in some way would be an affront to your personality and, and your pride and your pride and you'd die inside. And unfortunately they, they don't have the kind of maturity or emotional yeah. sensitivity to think, Oh, I wonder if anybody uh, disagrees with me and whether I should consider another viewpoint. Plus people don't like the mundane. So I love conspiracy theories for the fact that they're like, we have, there can't be just a normal answer. There has to be a special answer. And I, the special snowflake, have worked it out, even uh, even if I haven't. But it's hard to then move away from that. Uh, so yeah, I just think it's a double down thing. You've got to go for it. Got to go for it. All or nothing, in the Absolutely. words of Rogers and Hammerstein. Um, so thank you very much for joining in. Thank you very much. All those people that we never saw once before and you've joined in this time. We'll be back next week. I'll probably still be in Belgium. Um, yes. We'll be I'd here at 9 definitely PM. still be in Belgium. I will be definitely still in Belgium. In this lovely little room, taking over the entire of this area, um, we'll do it again, same time, 9 p.m., Covidio Killed the Radio Star, episode 10. <gasps> episode wow. 10, Jeremy. That's a milestone number. We should, we should think about something special we can do. We'll do something special for you next week. Um, please join us, share, like, follow us, do all that shit. We love you. Um, that's it, isn't it? I'm going to say that goodbye. 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 Thanks Goodbye for joining us. See you, See you next later. week. Bye.